You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Do. How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hi, welcome in Jay Barker Show. We're live from Highland Park Golf Course. Matt Coulter, Jay Barker, Lars again, all for the rest of the week. We'll be back with us. Coming up on Monday, but man, what a great day today. Beautiful out of Highland Park. And we're out here for the Strike the Strong Golf Tournament. And a lot of fun this morning with the first group out. we got the second group about to tee it up as well as these first early morning guys. I think he's going to hit the green there, Matt. Oh, my gosh. 
great shot there by one of the uh, Shelton State College uh, golfers that are out today. They're helping out with the tournament, and uh, we're going to be broadcasting live here uh, here from uh, the golf tournament and also telling you more about Striker Strong. We've got a lot of uh, different people going to stop by as well and visit with us and uh, talk to us about their involvement in it and a lot of corporations. I mean, this thing is packed to the house. And as far as the uh, sponsors on each hole, we've had a ton of fun this morning. We played about 12 or 13 holes. Harrison carried us, Matt, the whole game. <laughs> he was great. Oh, my gosh. Played so good. And then Brack, uh, uh, we had also Bracken, uh, which Mike, I don't know if you remember Mike or not, Mike Bracken is the caddy for the senior PJ yeah. Tour, but also the head coach of Jeff State. Great guy. We call him Brack, but uh, we had a great time out there this morning. But a lot of fun. We're up here on the terrace overlooking uh, Highland Park and uh, having a chance to see all the golfers. Some uh, pretty good. Uh, I know what you're going to say. What? I know what you're going to Yeah, that's great. Yeah. The view is absolutely fantastic, by the way, as well. Uh, Jay, did God bless us with a day or what? I believe it's, it wasn't even 70 when I was driving in today. And it's just absolutely beautiful. And it's also for a beautiful cause for Stryker and Robbie Glenn does an unbelievable job. This is actually the first time I've been out here. I've been in the studio when y'all been out here, but uh, this is this is quite spectacular with the number of sponsors that you have, the number of golfers. I mean, you got two flights for goodness' sake, and then I've been sitting here for quite a while. I've been watching. I don't know. This is what eight. Uh, that's one. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, they're not hitting the green. They're going over it. <laughs> they are. Uh, it, it's I don't know what. But is it about three twenty or three thirty or something? Probably about two sixty actually. Oh well. Yeah. Still, I couldn't drive it. But anyway, you're saying you didn't hit it well? No, I hit it well a few times. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, and actually, I, I played so well a couple of days ago, and I think I used up all my golf shots. But Harrison came out, and he was killing the ball down the middle, making great shots. I was like, man, I'm glad I brought you out. But we normally, because of football, they haven't had a chance to play in tournaments like this with me. We talk about all the time as your kids get older how you have a chance to spend more time with them doing things like this because their schedules are so different. They're not caught up in school and all that different stuff. So we had a great time together, and um, we also had Antonio Langham out there. Antonio had a couple really nice shots as well um, on the golf course too. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're not going to have trouble finding those either. When I walked up, I parked up. It's Bloody Mary's when you get out of yeah. your car. And you just, uh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful time, and I uh, appreciate everybody dragging me along because uh, – I could just stand here on this veranda the rest of the day, actually. Yes, for quite a few reasons. Yeah, gorgeous out here today. And, again, we'll tell you more about Striker Strong. we got Alabama Vanderbilt coming up this week. Tim Brando may join us coming up either this hour or next hour. He actually has free time today. He hadn't been able to join us throughout the week. So we'll get his take on some of the other big SEC matchups going on throughout the SEC and around the national landscape as well. But uh, Alabama, Vandy, 630 coming up tomorrow night. Hard to believe we're already – uh, at this Vanderbilt game, getting ready for uh, at Arkansas next week for Alabama to travel on the road against a very good football team, but they want to take care of business against Bandy coming up on Saturday night. I saw the point spread. Is it like 40-plus and like a 63 over-under? I can't believe there's an SEC game with a 40-point spread. That's just it, it's very difficult to believe. And what I've seen from Vanderbilt so far, Wake Forest beat them. They kind of struggled last week. They got a situation at quarterback. But 40? I just... Um, in my memory, and by the way, that's a, that spans a lot of time yeah. now. I don't remember an SEC game with a 40-point spread. Yeah, and I'm telling you this, uh, just talking to a lot of people, coaches, and look, Alabama may go out and win by 40. They may win by 20. But what I'm hearing from the coaching staff, even from players, I was in a Tuscaloosa actually last night uh, having dinner, and they're like, man, this team is a lot better than people are giving them credit for. 14 returning starters, 
They got an offense that's very, from an option standpoint, of having a quarterback that can throw it in Swan, who actually has had a great year so far. I think what uh, the first freshman to put up four touchdowns in, in a first start in his career and in the SEC, which is pretty amazing. Then you got uh, the other quarterback who's been there and, and actually is a great runner. He kind of gives you that threat. Uh, receivers that can go down the field and catch the ball. So this is not just an easy outing for Alabama. It's going to be in P-Town, night game. It's going to make it fun, crazy, exciting, all that stuff. But they're taking this team seriously. They realize how well they played the last few games. They're fundamentally sound. And on defense, you're going to see on third down a lot more NFL-type blitzes, NFL-type coverages that you don't normally see in college. They're doing a really good job disguising and playing some more nickel and dime and doing things that you normally don't see at the college level, and it's become very disruptive for a lot of teams. So Alabama can't take them lightly, Matt. Well, but and when it all comes down to this, and you've said it, coaches say it, it all comes down to the Jimmys and Joes. And let's face it, Alabama's got better Jimmys and Joes at virtually every position on the football field. So I don't know that they'll win by 40, but they should win. What I found very interesting this week is that if you just talk to an Auburn fan, you'd think they were 0-3. Yeah. And if you talk to an Alabama fan, you'd think they were 2-1. and I mean, there are a lot of them are saying, oh, that game out in Austin. Well, you know what? They're 3-0. and And by the way, Auburn's just 2-1. and uh, But tomorrow, I would say, if we can shift gears down to the plane, that's just that's must win or I don't see good things next week. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think Harson right now, the seat is so hot, but uh, we'll see what Auburn can do coming up this weekend. All right, we're presented by Top Golf for Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf. We're having a great time playing golf at Highland Park today, but Top Golf just down the road. Great for what is before those UAB matchups. Any type of event at Protective Stadium, you'll love going by Top Golf and having a great time. Stick out my glove on. <laughs> By the way, I want to Why am I doing that? I feel like Michael Jackson doing these uh, radio commercials. Especially when you're upstairs. <laughs> right. What he did, he came out of the balcony in Birmingham. He did, yeah, the Sheridan. By the way, yeah. I wanted to say something. I yeah. just ate uh, one of the full moon barbecue pork sandwiches, and, and I had chow. So, and I'm, I'm standing real close to you, so I'm trying to get my breath going right. the other no, way. Good. It's good. delicious, but I don't know how it's coming back out. But you do have, they have so many sponsors. Oh, I mean, definitely. Farm right here, walk on. Uh, Every hole has somebody and there's something there to eat, drink, whatever. Have a good time. Back to Top Golf. Don't get to Top Golf. Oh, we call it the bowling. No, no, bowling of this generation. You'll love it. Top Golf. Coworkers, family, and friends. Also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go by and see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. All right, we're out at the Tractor Strong Golf Tournament. We're live from Highland Park Golf Course. We'll continue on the other side. Stay with us. We're live. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. It's time to roll out the red carpet for, well, new carpet. Right now at the Home Depot, choose from hundreds of styles and colors from top brands. Plus, get free in 58. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 85. Sunday, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a few scattered rain showers by afternoon, the high 84. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
Back at the Jay Barker Show, we are coming to you live from beautiful Highland Golf Course in downtown Birmingham. And I guess you've been outside today, right? So you know what a gorgeous day it is. James Fan just told us about the weekend, the weather. That's not going to be a bother. In fact, it's going to be an absolute blessing. Just said seventy-six degrees. But anyway, uh, you have heard on the Jay Barker Show many times about Striker. Stryker Glenn, Robbie Glenn, their family, and the trials that he's going through. And this is a golf tournament to benefit Stryker Strong Charity Golf Tournament. And, yes, the field is set. Yes, they're out here. Yes, they're playing. But if you're in the area and want to drive by and make a donation, we would appreciate that very much. Got a lot of really, really good sponsors. I walk up and see Rock and Roll Sushi. Uh, Turn around on one side. Uh, There's Redmont serving up Bloody Marys. Walk-ons is just beneath me. Uh, Whitney Mork, State Farm agent, also uh, beneath us. And it's just a wonderful day to spend a gorgeous Friday afternoon in Alabama. It's just, literally, it's a perfect day. But uh, in addition to Striker Strong and the golf tournament, we're also talking about some college football. And here's what I'm going to dive into because we're going to try and hit them all today. And as Jay told you at the top of the show, hopefully we'll be able to get in touch with Tim Brando. I don't know what Fox games he's doing tomorrow. He's been known to do a pair, uh, like a Thursday-Saturday deal. But he does have some time today. Hopefully, he will drop by, and we'll be able to talk about the SEC and the national scope as well. But it's not going under the radar because the um, SEC, the game days, the, the, a lot of fanfare will be going on in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I just wonder, as y'all are driving around, listening in your office, whatever the case may be, what you think about this game. And uh, I'm telling you what, the national thought is, Tennessee's finally got it together, and they sling it around. Hooker is just an unbelievable quarterback, and we saw that last year when he really got in rhythm and he really got going. He made Tennessee a special football team. And as an Alabama guy, and you all know that, most listening are, um, you want Tennessee to be good for the respect and the sake of the conference. But honestly, you want them to be just good enough where Alabama still beats them every year and you're still keeping that streak alive. But – 
I'm of the opinion that Florida is probably going to win this game tomorrow. I mean, Tennessee is going to win this game tomorrow. But we'll see. Uh, when Anthony Richardson gets going, he can be a trouble spot for anybody. But and can you imagine? Nalen Stadium is a tough place to play, period. But tomorrow, I believe the top's going to come off. And that's hard to do because that's one high stadium. You ever been there? The press box is like a crow's nest. It is so high up. It's almost difficult to call the game because you are your eyeballs are such a great distance from the football field. But that'll be the case tomorrow, and that'll be a great game to watch as well. Meanwhile, down at Auburn, Tigers will be hosting Missouri. And can you put it any, any other way than must, 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 must win? And um, I think in addition to that, they need to look pretty good, play pretty well. Need to get consistency at quarterback. As we reported to you at the tail end of the show yesterday, Nick Calzada is undergoing surgery, so he is no longer an option. That was talked about last week, but his shoulder is injured to the point where he is actually going. He's actually going to uh, have the surgery and move along, be back next year. But uh, you got to go with Robbie Ashford and T.J. Finley right now. And to be honest with you, why not? They have struggled. So we'll see. Um, in reviewing the game against Penn State, the second half was truly awful. You do wonder um, why Tank only got nine touches via the rush and a couple throwing a football, uh, receiving the football. So – not really sure. I would any game, Penn State, Missouri, it wouldn't matter to me. Tank would be getting thirty touches a game. I think that frustrates Marvin folks as well because he's really the only consistent thing they've got on offense. Um, offensive line's got to straighten up a little bit, and they got to find some receivers who can separate. That's true with a lot of teams. Though. I think Alabama's got a little trouble in that area, but it certainly didn't show this past weekend, and. Hopefully it will not show. Well, I'm watching some of these drives on this first hole. Guy just drove a bar four. Actually went onto the fringe of the back of the green. Wow. Uh, I'm not doing that. Anyway, again, we're at Striker Strong Golf Tournament at Highland. And uh, we'll be until 2 o'clock this afternoon. And Jay's gone to uh, Danny Woodson, I guess, as your backup. I don't know. Uh, trying to make sure that we've got some of our gear set up here so we can get a better broadcast and bring some of the people that are out on the course to the microphone. And we can uh, interview some people like Antonio Langham and, and others that are out on the golf course. We're going to take another break here. Well, I believe that guy actually hit one into the water on the first tee. Golly, do I have a perfect golf view uh, from Highland. I'm out on the veranda on the second floor. Wave. Thank you, folks, for listening in. We'll take a break. We'll be back and uh, get live with Jay Barker and myself, Brando. Josh Smith is actually on site as well. So take a break on the Jay Barker Show, and we'll be right back from Idaho.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel's Cottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC letter O. Tim Brando now joining us and uh, talking college football with him. I know he's got a busy weekend ahead of him. Tim, tell everybody where you're at uh, this weekend. I'm on the Palouse. Jay, I've got a great one between Oregon. They're 18th in the country, coming off a, a big blowout win over at the time uh, number 12 BYU, and uh, that was last week, of course. Now they're on the road here in uh, Pullman, Washington. It took a while to get here yesterday, but I made it. <laughs> and uh, I just got through with the practice, uh, the morning walkthrough for um, Coach Dickert and uh, and his uh, Cougs, and they get ready to play uh, Oregon. We'll be visiting with the Oregon folks uh, later this afternoon. Already talked to Bo Nick. We talked to him via Zoom uh, yesterday uh, in Eugene. So uh, a really interesting game. Uh, we'll be on at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central. So uh, the, your SEC fans out there, if the Tennessee-Florida game gets sideways, uh, we're a good way. We're a good place for you to to, to uh, show up because I I really think Washington State ought to be ranked. They went up to Camp Randall, beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin, and um, and they've got a young quarterback that transferred from Incarnate Word. That's their quarterback, and uh, came over with his coach Eric Morris, his offensive coordinator, uh, to work with uh, Coach Dickert, who's now done a tremendous job since taking over for Rolovich who was let go, you might recall, over the vaccination situation in the state of Washington during COVID. And uh, Wazoo is a hell of a story. They ought to be ranked right now. I mean, they really should. They're undefeated. I think they will be ranked if they win this game. So uh, that's where we are. We'll be on right after the Michigan-Maryland game on Fox. What was it like with uh, Bo Nix and uh, just talking about the transition from the SEC out to Oregon and just kind of, you know, what, what was your take from him as far as he enjoying it and what's the experience been like? Well, I think he's really happy to be away from the drama on the planes. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, uh, I broached that subject. I broached that subject with him. And I think the other thing is a little bit like Pullman, okay? uh, uh, Eugene, even though Oregon is far, far away from uh, Auburn, Alabama and his roots, you know, as a, as the son of an Auburn quarterback and, and someone that grew up, you know, dreaming of being an Auburn quarterback, I think when he got to Eugene, he felt like, okay, this is a little college town too. It's quite like Auburn. And it really is. You know, um, the cultures are different, yes. But college campuses and college towns and college football in those college towns is, uh, is comparable. You know, and, and, and Eugene, it's all about Oregon football. Just like in, at Auburn, it's, it's this time of year, it's all about Auburn football. So I think he's really comfortable. I think having his wife 
Izzy with him uh, has helped that transition a lot. Uh, and uh, and I think it's just he's, he's looking at this as a great opportunity to hone his game and get ready for the next level. And, and you know, he's got a future on Sunday. He, he, he's going to be a drafted quarterback. There's no doubt about that. It's just a question of uh, getting as many reps as he can to prepare himself for the next level. And, you know, Oregon is a place where if they catch fire, if they could win, if they dropped the game, obviously, to Georgia early, it, it felt bad to lose that kind of a game. But to come home and beat a really good BYU team, you know, with grown men playing defense that are 24, 25, 26 years old, I, I think, um, you know, they feel like, hey, why not us? You know, this is an Oregon program that uh, has had such success over the last decade and a half. Uh, I think he's really comfortable where he is. Hey, Tim, it's Matt. I hope you're having a great weekend. You'll have a good broadcast tomorrow. I am certain of that. Are there other teams out on the West Coast that we back here in our own little Southeastern Conference need to be paying attention to? Yeah, well, as I said, I think Washington State is one of those teams for sure. I mean, they... They're one of the fastest teams I've ever seen, and it was a simple walkthrough. I mean, they weren't in pads. They were in shells and shorts today, but my goodness, do they have speed. And uh, they got some guys on defense. Uh, Dayon Henley is an unbelievable linebacker. Ron Stone is a uh, is a uh, redshirt senior grad player, a kid that was a redshirt freshman when Wazoo last beat Oregon, and it was a game that Spencer and I had in 2018 when when uh, this kid by the name of Gardner Minshew, remember him? He became a rock oh, yeah. star and lit up Justin Herbert and um, and that Oregon team that was ranked 12th in the country that year, and they stormed the field. So Wazoo is one team for certain. I, I'll also tell you that when you look out and see Oregon State this week play USC, I want you to circle that game, fellas. I don't know what the line is on that game, but Jonathan Smith, who was with Chris Peterson uh, at uh, at Washington, is their head coach. And he has done, in Corvallis, an incredible job. It's a late-night game. It's on the Pac-12 network. You'll have a hard time finding it, probably. But Oregon State, I believe, can, can upset USC this week. I really believe that. Uh, that they, they are a dangerous football team. Everyone uh, under undervalues them. You know, they, they've been basically out of the college football vernacular for quite a while, but slowly, quietly, uh, Jonathan Smith has built something uh, pretty special there. So they're better than you think, and I think USC uh, last week made a believer out of a lot of people offensively when they blew out Fresno, including me. I ranked them this week. But I'm telling you, I think that um, – that Oregon State could really shock a few people uh, tomorrow night. Watch for that. Tim Rendo joining us and uh, got some games out uh, on the West Coast we're talking about, as well as uh, we'll talk a little SEC and kind of get your thoughts. Tennessee, everybody's a lot of hype going around around them right now, and people saying, look, you know, they're playing mm-hmm. so much different than they have in the past and the, and the quality of players that are there. I'd love to hear your take on them right now, what Josh Heupel, Heupel has done early in the season. And this Tennessee team now, what, 11-point favorite over Florida? coming into uh, uh, Nayland Stadium? Yeah, which to me, you know, Jay says a lot about how little the Florida fans are supporting, uh, uh, you know, Billy Napier. I, I, yeah. I think there's such a lack of trust. You know, Florida is a program a little bit like Alabama 
that would always skew the betting lines because they were so wrapped up in, in Florida football. They would bet with their hearts. Well, now they're not touching these games. And and I, you know, again, I think it began with the dis, the distaste they had over certain five-star players that Napier didn't show much interest in, and they've taken that to heart, and they're holding it against him. I think it's dumb. I, I think, you know, look, Kentucky is so much further along with with Mark Stoops than Florida could ever possibly be, you know, in Billy's first year, and yet they took that personally the way they lost that game. And, hell, they beat a, a tremendous Utah team, you know, which, by the way, back to your original question, Matt, you know, Utah might win every game they've got left, okay? I, I still believe Utah, if they run the table, could be in the fourth position in the college football playoffs. So, you know, beating Utah, to me, was, was a pretty big deal for Billy. But it didn't, you know, losing to Kentucky for Billy was worse than, than, than the euphoria that they should have had over beating Utah. Uh, but their fan base is clearly not happy. Uh, and I think it shows up when you see – a betting line that's that, that large. Here's the thing with Tennessee that's impressed me so far is that their defense is playing at a higher level than we, we thought. And, and with Heupel's, you know, offensive acumen, uh, it sends a pretty strong message. I, I don't think they're better right now than either Kentucky or Arkansas, but I think they're on the doorstep of being as good as Kentucky and Arkansas. Tim Brando from Fox Sports is our guest here on the Jay Barker Show. Tim, deep dive deeper with Sam Pittman and Pittman and my my Razorbacks. Well, you know his defense has given up more yards in the passing game than anybody in the country. I mean they're they're not hitting on all cylinders on that side of the ball. But KJ Jefferson's so good, the running backs are so good uh, that they've been able to to play through some pretty poor performances. They they built themselves quite a hole last week against Bobby Petrino's Missouri State team, but they were able to dig themselves out of it, which, again, tells me a lot about Arkansas. And, you know, A&M, I'm sure, is saying to themselves, oh, my God, if we only had a passing game. You know, the Aggies are struggling to move the ball in the air, and that's exactly where you want to kill Arkansas is through the air. But Texas A&M still has it figured out how to move the ball, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that a team like A&M with a coach like Jimbo Fisher could be so lackluster in the passing game, but they are. A&M got outplayed last week. I don't know if you watched the Miami game closely, but I DVR'd it. We were on the air at the same time during our game between Ohio State and Toledo. I mean, Miami lost that game two or three different ways. You know, A&M should have lost that game. So I, I think Arkansas is going to just boat race. Uh, A&M. I, 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 don't, I don't see A&M having a chance in this game. They've played some really close games in the past. I don't think this game's going to be very close. Kind of give us your take. we got Alabama Vandy, again, Tim Brando with us uh, tomorrow night, 6.30 on the, uh, as far as down in T-Town at Brian Denny Stadium, but I, I want to me, and even talking to some of the coaches, and you know, and my, my son is a GA there now, they're like, you know, they don't uh-huh. know if the point spread or even the fans are anticipating what they see as a, a lot better team than Maybe people are talking about 14 returning starters. The two quarterbacks have played very efficiently, especially the Swan kid, the freshman uh, defense. They do some uh-huh. exotic things like NFL teams on third down when it comes to blitz and things that you don't normally see at the college level. Uh, they've been playing really well. And Alabama, what, a 40-plus point favorite, 63 is the over-under. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about this yeah. Vandy team right now? 
Well, they're better than they, the, the score indicated with Wake. I mean, uh, Hartman's a great player. He had come back. I think you got to take that into consideration. Clark's a great coach. You know, I, I spent some time uh, doing some Notre Dame games a couple of years ago when he was uh, coordinating for, for Brian Kelly. He's a great coach. Uh, he will get it done there at Vanderbilt. Uh, it's just going to take a little more time. But what you're seeing with the 40-point uh, spread, Jay, is a, <laughs> is a clear example of what I was talking about a moment ago. Uh, Alabama is always going to be a larger favorite than they should be because the fans are so committed to Alabama, you know, putting a foot on the jugular against inferior competition and doing it. Uh, and, you know, last week uh, my alma mater gave them a few gift touchdowns and they were able to cover that huge number against UL Monroe. I don't expect that to be the case every time out, okay? <laughs> you know, especially against an SEC opponent. I'm with you. I, I think, you know, Vanderbilt, historically, you know this, Jay, historically Vanderbilt has always uh, made it tough when they played Alabama. And I realize that this is a uh, an Alabama football team that, that has, uh, you know, uh, arguably the best quarterback in the country, some of the best receivers in the country. But, but expect Vanderbilt to show up, okay? I'm with you. I, I think that the chances of them covering the 40 are quite good. Well, I guess I've waited and buried the lead a little bit here. What is going on and what's going to happen at Auburn? <laughs> well, let's just say in my conversation with, uh, with Bo, Spencer and I were on the phone with him a good 30 minutes yesterday, and uh, – it was really great to talk to the kid for that long a period of time and get a handle on it. He was very respectful, obviously. Didn't say anything that would be considered disparaging of what's going on. But I, I led him down a road a couple of times, and he smiled. I'll put it that way, okay? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it. I said, you know, I did your dad's games, and he smiled. And I said, by the way, stuff's going on when your dad was playing at Auburn. The names might have been different, but the stories remained the same. And he smiled again. Uh, I, I think that, you know, you look at that situation and it is just an absolute dumpster fire. What went on 30 years ago when they did what they did with Terry Bowden and fired him prior to the Louisiana Tech game? And there were mitigating circumstances there. I get that. Uh, even Coach Bowden is admitted to that, uh, the missteps that he, he made. Uh, and he's a different coach and person today than he was then. But that was so mishandled at that time. It's you know, having open wounds within your program uh, exposed for all the nation to see, they just, they do this all the time. I mean, Gus Malzahn, how many times could a coach have a game that was a referendum on his career any more than Gus Malzahn? You know, and he's smiling happily down there in Orlando uh, and will be feed, uh, feeding and fanning off that cash that he got to leave for quite some time. And, and he'll do okay at UCF. But uh, I, I don't see any way out now for Hartson other than to just, you know, hold his head as high as he can, do the best that he possibly can to have his team perform for him. And it's pretty clear that they are going to play hard for him, no doubt about it. But the first available opportunity for him to bolt, he's got to bolt. I mean, he's got to get out of it. And this is the other part. You know, I hear keep hearing all this conversation from the talking heads about, uh, well, who's it going to be? Is it going to be uh, Dion? Is it going to be, uh, will, will they roll the dice on someone like Dupree? 
And I'm sitting there saying to myself, Matt, why in God's name would either one of those guys consider going to Auburn? There are, there are too many opportunities there when you don't have to put up with that kind of drama. Now, some would suggest because of Hughes' situation and what happened with him, that may, that may be his only chance to get into the SEC. I think that is rubbish. Nothing but talk show rubbish to fill airways. Um, there'll be a time when he'll have an opportunity to be a head coach at a big-time program again, and it doesn't have to be Auburn. I think they're going to have one hell of a time trying to find a coach as good as Hart at Auburn right now. I really believe that. And um, they have only themselves to blame. And by the way, I've been saying that for 35 years. I feel so sorry for people like David Housel and so many other really good mm-hmm. Auburn people that have done so much for so long and love that university to see them become, again, a punchline uh, and, a, and a national embarrassment in the manner in which that they, they view uh, their football program and the way they, they condemn those publicly that they've spent money on, that they've invested in. Not, not Shortly after you get there, they find the first possible reason to not just come after you professionally, but personally. It's so bad. It's just, it represents everything that's wrong, in my opinion, of the way the rest of the country views the Deep South. I think it's just a harsh stereotype out on public display year after year. And as I said to, to, uh, to Nick, and, and, and all he did was smile, but as I said, this has been the way it's been for generations at Auburn. All right, so I'm watching a new show on Paramount, and it's called The Offer. And The Offer is about the making of The Godfather. And I've known you for years. I've never asked you this question. But are you Ken to Marlon Brando? <laughs> you know what, Jay? I do get that a lot. Do you? I've never asked you that. Yeah, I get, I get that a lot. And the truth is, no, no, I'm not. Uh, you know, my um, the spelling of my name uh, professionally is B-R-A-N-D-O, okay? But the legal uh, spelling of my name is Portuguese. People think I'm Italian. I'm really Portuguese. Raised Roman Catholic Portuguese, but it's more on the Spanish side than the Italian side. The the name is B-R-A-N-D-A-O legally, with the A being silent. Oh, if wow. you were to go to the Azor Islands, if you were to, the Azor Islands or to Portugal, you'd find uh, my name in the telephone book, my legal name, a hundred million times. I mean, we're like Smith and Jones uh, in <laughs> Portugal, but. But I appreciate I appreciate that I, I I would have loved to have said yes so I could get a piece of that uh, that land in Tahiti he bought years ago. But no, I'm not <laughs> I'm not related to Marlon. <laughs> awesome stuff. Hey, have a great call this weekend. A great weekend as well. And we really appreciate you being on with us. Thanks, and you too, Matt. Great talking to both of you. Thank you, Tim Brando, and from Fox Sports, and uh, always great to have him on, especially on a Friday. Heading into a college football weekend. Coming up next, Robbie Glenn will join us. We'll talk striker strong, the golf tournament better than ever and even better each year. And uh, beautiful weather as well. A lot of great sponsors that are out. We'll talk about them and much, much more coming back here on the other side. We're live from Highland Park Golf Course. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. 
Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care. Scalusa weather. What a beautiful day today. The sky's sunny, the high in the low 80s at 82. Clear and very pleasant tonight, the low 58. Tomorrow's sunny with a high of 85. Sunday, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a few scattered rain showers by afternoon, the high 84. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back in. We're shaking it up, baby, out here at Highland Park uh, Golf Course. And we got Robbie Glenn with us, striker strong, and a great tournament he puts on every year. Man, you've dialed up the weather. Like, unbelievable over the last, what, four or five years that you've had the tournament. I mean, you, you got, like, the, the right connection, right? to the uh, Heavenly Father that he's giving you this great weather every single year. Pretty amazing. But uh, Striker Strong Foundation raising a ton of money for them and uh, just having a ton of fun as well and always fun to be out. Highland Park does a terrific job. But, Robbie, tell everybody about Striker Strong. What a great turnout again. Oh, man, I'm I'm blown away at everybody that's come out and support Striker and Striker Strong and, you know, trying to spread the word with TBRS and help raise awareness for that. But also with kids with, you know, medical fragile you know just things that happen like you know striker has a brain injury and so we're trying to help everyone we can with any research we can do with medical equipment and just tell them that you know they're not alone and we're we're there to support um but you ain't lying about the weather like yesterday 96 today 82 just beautiful and you know, 36 teams playing in the morning, 38 teams in the afternoon. Couldn't ask for any better. Well, you know, you look at it from the standpoint of just all the sponsors that you have on, on each hole. You may want to go through and name some of the top sponsors that put up, you know, a lot of the money for the tournament and, and what's going to help out as far as the donations. But a lot of your friends, family, I mean, I rode out to the car with your brother in the golf cart. I mean, everybody's out here, former teammates, former guys at Alabama, uh, whether it was baseball, football, basketball. Gym, gymnast we've had out here many years uh, as well but all the corporate sponsorship and just all the, the i guess the way that the community has really rallied around striker and and you and Lindsay and, and i remember watching the video that you guys i'm not sure if it's out yet but you sent it to me and just talking about just the littlest of things you wouldn't understand that if we can provide that for these families how big of an impact that can be for them and that's what this tournament is about now it's, it is about yes striker and in, in, in the uh, you know first uh, thing that he was diagnosed with but more importantly now it's about head injuries but also anybody in kind of critical care that needs any type of assistance possible in order to be able to help them provide for them in their needs but just to make life robbie just a little bit easier because for y'all it's a 365 24 7 ordeal it really is and, and and when we first when striker first had this brain injury we were lost and trying to figure out how to do things and we had a huge support system that tried to get us through, but now that we've been through it, that's what Striker Strong stands for. We're going to reach out and help these families that are going through it. And just, like you said, there's so much support with our ex-Alabama teammates, with A-Club, with basketball, you know, gymnastics, baseball, everyone just, everyone's still a family coming out here to help. 
you know, Tony Curry talking with his radio show and yesterday on the news was just little things like that, like touch me and it spreads the word. Stryker is going to help other families and other kids. And that's what we got. We have, we have State Farm with Whitney Mork. We got walk-ons, Cades and Rue. Um, just so many different vendors, D.R. Horton builders, um, that just come out and, and want to support just to be a part of it because they see how it's growing and how everything's going. And and I hope this is, continues. And I hope Stryker just keeps getting stronger. And we're going to keep building this thing every year and helping families along the way. Well, I tell you, it's been unbelievable. And uh, Tony was right with me or right behind me the whole time. He kept knocking into our group. Yeah, it is well, long, well long, long drives after. I mean, they're actually long putts. He kept hitting into us. But uh, <laughs> now we were both, I think we were both trying to find both of our balls. I was like, I'll get yours. You get mine. Uh, so, but we had a great time today uh, out there playing, even though I, I did see it a couple of really nice shots, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Glad the mic wasn't over there at that particular time. But uh, good stuff. All right. Uh, we're going to continue here live from uh, Highland Park. We'll continue to we got more guests going to be dropping by some of the former Alabama players as well. I play with Antonio today. Trent's here. we got Prince Wembley's here. I think it's Kevin Lee going to be making it by. Tyler Watts is here. Jake Coker is here. Um, who else is here? Some of the guys. Lamont Russell's here. That's right. Um, yeah. And Brian Passing Passing is here. And I uh, can't wait to see him as well so we get a bunch of those guys up here and have a chance to interview them but uh, we'll take it to break here on the first hour and again live from Hallow Park with the Striker, uh, Striker Strong Foundation Tournament you got to be a part of this it's unbelievable we'll be back hour number two is coming up next stay with us Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC.letterO. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you go all the time, you cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. 
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome back in. And again, we're live at Striker Strong at Foundation Golf Tournament out of Highland Park Golf Course. And what a beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, so happy for Robbie. Uh, he's really dialed it up uh, as far as weather over the last few years. And uh, we've been had a chance to be a part of that. And uh, a lot of great people out here supporting him and his family, as well as uh, how this money will be able to be spent to help out a lot of families who have uh, critical care needs and uh, may not have the resources to be able to care for their child and uh, whether it's through brain injury, whether it's through the type of syndrome that he has, and other critical care moments where it's with this medical equipment, just even time to have uh, a date night, uh, but whether it's through childcare and stuff. So there's a lot of things that they can do through the foundation, really help out families, and they really have a heart for that. They do it 365, 24-7. Honestly, don't know how they do it. Uh, pray for them all the time. They're my heroes when it comes to how they are with their kids and especially how they are with Stryker. And just amazing uh, what they've done and how they love him and cared for him for so many years. And uh, what, six, seven years old now? And hard to believe, gosh, that he's even that old compared to what the doctors had said, what, two or three years ago, that he wouldn't make it maybe a year or two. And uh, he is so strong. And uh, that's why it is Striker Strong Foundation. All right, we're going to continue from here. And, and we'll have interviews coming up. we got Tony Curry going to join us here momentarily. Real quick, remind you, we're presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf. It's, it's about, a, about a mile from here right downtown Birmingham, and a great place to go before after those UAB games, whether it's parties, uh, whether it's uh, work-type events as well. With your workers, co- uh, co- co-workers, family, and friends, you'll love Top Golf for Birmingham. And also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford in Oxford, Anderson. Tony, can you believe, uh, again, dialing up, what a beautiful day. And we got a chance to kind of play together. You were behind us. Yeah. We were 1A, you are 1B, because so many people playing this tournament. 36 teams this morning. I think they're going to have like 37 or 38 coming up this afternoon. But people want to be a part of this and help out Robbie and Stryker Strong and all the great things that they do. But how was your morning? If I had to hear about Antonio Langham's back one more time, I was like, you big baby, just get up there. He was waiting for you. Obviously, you were stroking it pretty good out of the box. He was waiting to see what Jay Barker would do. And, of course, you would hit one down the middle. He goes, I'm out. I guess I'm just going to – did he hit a shot all day? I mean, seriously. What, did he do anything for your golf team? He actually did. He had a couple of really nice shots. And, uh, and yeah, two. So so I, I did a, a Facebook Live this morning, and Robbie was, was good enough. You know, yeah, you were. And, and normally when, when uh, you come to a golf tournament, you can't find the people that are putting the thing on because they're too doggone busy. I think there are like three or four Robbie Glens. I really do. I think, I think he's, he's got a Star Trek thing going on. Uh, it's an amazing thing. But TBRS, uh, and of course the S stands for the syndrome, Tatton-Brown-Raman syndrome. A lot of people are like, what's TBRS? What's TBRS? And when the first time you hear it, Robbie said it so many times that when he says it, I'm like, slow it down so people understand because what they're doing here is bigger than a charity it's a movement it really is and and jay you know working with you for 14 15 years doing sports radio they got to a point where where we could have done a, a free golf tournament 
once or twice a week. And we wanted to help everyone that, that reached out to, to our former employees to do stuff. And we just couldn't do it. And uh, of all the golf tournaments I do, this is one of my favorites just because of all the, the, the wonderful uh, athletes, former athletes that, that of course, uh, play for the Crimson Tide and the Auburn Tigers, the UAB Blazers, and they all come out and support Robbie Glenn former uh, Alabama baseball player, but it's just a great tournament. It's a lot of fun. And of course, I'm super excited. The fact that he's going to be turning this into a two day event next year. I'm, I'm a little worried about him because I do think he's a stressed out monster. Um, but really, you know, uh, the story of, of Stryker and Stryker strong and what he's done on Facebook has just been miraculous. And, and again, uh, as a father, like yourself of six and I have a father of three. And I, of course I have a special needs son who's certainly not in the same boat as, as Stryker is, but certainly, uh, at any given moment, we feel like we're gonna have to run down to, to children's hospital. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. He's just done a wonderful job. And he realizes that this is bigger than just Stryker. When Stryker got TBRS, he was the only one in the state to have it. Uh, it's difficult. When uh, you sit down and say, I want to do a, a, some type of foundation or a 501c3 or, or some type of charity event, when you're talking about one individual, now we're finding out, like so many things, that once he, he had it, other children started coming up. It's a genetic disorder, you know, where obviously his growth model is not typical with, with other kids. And it's the point now where not only is he hitting the city of Birmingham, the state of Alabama, but now the country, I think, is starting to follow a suit. And it's bigger than just TBR. It's just the TBR's community, uh, which I think is just great. And, and uh, I respect the love for him. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, it is. And, and again, a lot of sponsors have come out. I mean, every hole. I mean, there's something there for you. They're giving a gift out. But they got food, drinks, candy, uh, all kinds. Of, I mean, it's really one of the, one of the best I've ever uh, ever seen as far as putting on the, the amount of uh, the amount of stuff that's out on the course and uh, the things that, that – and also just the sponsors. They, they love the contact, and they love the fact they're able to give back. And But, again, everybody's been so great and, and so uh, generous uh, over the last – so many years we've had a chance to be a part of this tournament. It was at Bentbrook for a while, and then they moved it over here, and they thought, well, are we kind of losing the ability to have, you know, the 27 holes uh, out there, or do we bring it to Highlands where it's kind of packed in a little bit, you know, but, but the course is great setup for it because you do feel like you see all your friends. You feel like you see all the people playing the golf tournament. All the thing, the sponsors as well feel like they're close in to everything that's happening. They're not put out on a, you know, somewhere. Not that Bentbrook's awesome a golf course. I'm not saying that. But it's just it, it's in central Birmingham, so I think you're able to get more people from North Alabama, North Birmingham, and into the uh, uh, area and be able to play, get back to work if they need to in the afternoons, or work in the morning, come back out and uh, play in the afternoon on Friday. So it's been a lot of fun, and uh, our thanks to so many of the great sponsors who've come out and supported this uh, over the years, and it just continues to grow. And you talked about he's got to do a two-day tournament because people were, were calling this week saying, "Hey, I've got five teams," or "I got that." He's like, "I have no I mean," and that's been going on for the last two months. So he's able to fill it up, and uh, and, I, and I think too it'll take some pressure off of the actual tournament day for him without having to feel like he's got to squeeze so many people. He didn't want anybody to miss out. More importantly, you know, not to hear the story and be a part of something like this. All right, uh, we got uh, more to come and uh, a lot more to dive into with some of uh, our guests be dropping by, and uh, hopefully we'll get them up here. We're up on the terrace overlooking hole number one. We can see hole number 18 as well, the putting green, and uh, a lot of other views as well from uh, the terrace right here with Tony Curry. Matt Coulter is enjoying himself as well. Got the cool breeze and uh, a beautiful uh, uh, what first day of fall today. And uh, so we're able to celebrate that as well. Stay with us. We're live from Island Park Golf Course. We'll continue hour number two on this Friday edition. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Each week, Each week, DC and Matt Coulter will go deep behind enemy lines on Saturdays during the Tide Tailgate Show on 95.3 The Bear. 58. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 85. Sunday, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a few scattered rain showers by afternoon, the high 84. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 79 degrees in Tuscaloosa. As we continue live pilot golf course, the Striker Star Foundation golf tournament, having a bunch of fun and uh, seeing a lot of people out here. We had a chance to get out this morning. We played about 13 or 14 holes. Did I get 18 in? Uh, you, yes, we did. You did good. And what was your score, Jay Bird? Uh, we were uh, we was like 14, 15. We were 17 under. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we actually we eagled two. We birdied everyone. We had, I think we had two bars. But we have, but you know, this course is shorter too, so it's not quite as long as some of the bigger courses. Well, let me tell you what, what I did because I, I told you I said I don't want to leave 12 or 13 holes in, and I know I got to do your show today because I do your show every Friday. And you're like, no, you can come in second hour, whatever, blah 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 blah. And so we were at number 15, and we were 16 under, which is the best I've ever played in any scramble. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, and so I'm looking at the guys. I'm like, listen, guys, I got to go do Jay's show, da 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 da. So I want you guys to have fun. And they were vibing a little bit and kind of slowing down, talking to some lady friends and this, that, and the other, letting them hit some of their shots. And I was like, okay. And then I went back to a situation with you, Alder Greco, myself, and a guy named Curtis Strange when we were playing a pro am. And we were playing in the afternoon, and I had to go at Senior Frog. I had to be a Senior Frog at 8 o'clock that night. <laughs> Matt was there helping judge naval battles for me. Naval battles. And we had played about ten holes. Is that like what is it uh, like? Yes. Battleship. Yes. There were there were lots of uh, marines and seamen there. Anyway, and so I said, so I says I gotta go. And do you remember what Curtis Strange did? He about wrung my neck. He says, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "I gotta go. I gotta go work at Senior Froggies. You're not leaving." And he was angry. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I got to go work. He goes, you don't commit to playing golf in a scramble and then leave halfway through. And, I mean, it, it scared me. Yeah. It scared me. That was, of course, after I had the, right. the, the stuff hanging from my ear and the something about marriage jokes and all that stuff. I tried to hug him once. And he told me to get off of him. Yeah. I mean, it was worse than me and Nick Saban, right? And I was like, and I said, I said I'm really sorry. And he goes, listen, next year when I come, I don't want to play with you unless you're going to play all 18. So I remembered that today, and I thought, okay. I told the guys, I said, listen, if you can all just stop looking at the cart girls for a few minutes, put your cigars and the your white, beers the down, girls. The, the cart girls. Said the cart girls. The cart girls. I was not vibing in no, a you cart. Yeah, you're, you're dry. Uh, they probably were the cart girls uh, by <laughs> half my crew. I said, I said, if you could all stop for a few minutes, we can finish because 17's a short hole. There was a hole in one today, by, by the way, on number 15. Number oh, 15, wow. there was a hole in one. And I said, I said, I think we can get this done. So thank you for letting me get here just shortly before one o'clock. But we, we play really well. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, with Curtis, that was, I mean, he, when you went up to hug him or it was after one, he got a good putt or something and he went out, he was not having, he's like, he kind of ripped away. He's like, don't hug me. And then, but, the but, end, he, but then he got better. Yeah. It'd be the end. He was a lot better until you left. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And, and Al used to always make fun because I would leave his tournament. He used to have one down at, um, farm links and I had to coach the kids in the afternoon. I had to tell them, I said, look, I'm going to go down. We're going to do the show in the morning. We started the tournament around 10. I've got to leave at a certain time to get back in time to coach them or pick them up from school and all kind of stuff. And and every time I left, I'd win like a big screen TV, <laughs> some kind of big like prize. He'd be like, 
you're the lucky like you you leave halfway through and your team's still and like because I left that's why they won <laughs> they're scoring better uh, without me there but um, now those some great memories and, and that's what this is all about today all right, let's, talk, let's talk a little college football give me some games you like uh, coming up this weekend and uh, some games that you think. Let me ask you this. We were talking about this a little bit on the course. Vanderbilt, Alabama, we're going to have those announcements in the background, so just don't uh, pay attention to those uh, those of you out there uh, listening and stuff. Uh, we're going to have some of that every once in a while. But uh, getting this next uh, group off, they want to get them off as quick as possible before the uh, sun goes down. But the album of Vandy game, Alabama may win by 40. I don't, to me, the number just seems big. 60, is it 63? I think it was the over-under on this yeah, game. 62, yeah. 62. It's got to be the high when you have a 40-point favorite. Right. So, but it, God, to me, it just seemed like, but Vandy's got the returning starters. Uh, the quarterbacks are playing well. Receivers are playing well. Uh, talking to the coaches, they, they've got some pretty unique uh, defensive schemes they do on third down, kind of NFL style where they hide things really well and they're able to disguise and blitz and things that I'm sure they're going to come after Bryce. Bryce, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm throwing the kitchen sink at him. And this is the Super Bowl for every team that plays Alabama being what they've been the last uh, 15 years. But just your, your take on that game and, and others that uh, you think could, I mean, that, that may not be what everybody's thinking right now or kind of where the betting lines are going. Or do you agree with them? No, I mean, I, I think 40 is about the number. And, and I, I, I think they'll win by 35 to, to 40, 42 points in this particular ball game. I mean, I think a lot of people are saying, oh, wait a minute, Vanderbilt's won three ball games. Uh, they were actually a, a slight underdog against Northern Illinois this past week. They were down by 10 in that game. They came back and won by 10, so that showed a lot of moxie. It's still Vanderbilt. I think we're all kind of waiting for Alabama to look like the Alabama that everyone thinks they're supposed to look like this year, much like Georgia. Georgia's looked like everything Georgia's supposed to be. Ohio State has looked like everything that Ohio State's supposed to be. Alabama's the third team that has not looked quite as good as we thought they were. I don't know what's going on with Bryce Young. His throws are off a little bit. Their wide receivers aren't getting open. They asked many, many wide receivers this past week on Hey Coach and throughout the week uh, what's going on with the wide receiving core because they're not putting up the numbers we thought and they've got to get more separation. I don't know if there's a chipping at the front. I don't know what that what's going on. You're better at X's and O's than I am. Uh, but I think Vanderbilt's defense is going to be a little bit of an issue. Uh, and again, I think they can keep it close for a half, but I think Alabama pulls away. I'm really looking forward to this. this is it, and they should be they should be happy that they've got a team that, that, that I'm not going to give you rat poison. They're favored by 40 points because this Arkansas game looms really large in this time. But I was looking through all the games, and there's, there's several games that I just want to throw out. I'm not saying there's going to be upsets, but I'm just saying just keep an eye on them. I think the Maryland-Michigan game is really, really interesting. Maryland, of course, 3-0, and so is Michigan. They're favored by 17. I think that game could be a little closer than 17. I think the Clemson uh, at Wake Forest game is really interesting. A little bit of a smelly fish. Clemson's only favored by six and a half against Wake Forest. They're undefeated as well. I think that game's really interesting. Obviously, Missouri and Auburn, 2-2-1. Auburn's in some trouble here, favored by seven points, if they don't at least have a good showing. I'm not saying they cannot lose, but they need to look a lot more prominent than they did, certainly, against Penn State, a team that beat them. Uh, as bad as any non-conference foe has done in the last 40 years. That's not a good look. I think Notre Dame starting one and three. I think they lose to North Carolina this weekend. Prior to the season, Notre Dame was a 12-point favorite at North Carolina. Now North Carolina is actually giving up two to Notre Dame. When was the last time North Carolina was giving points to Notre Dame? I think they start the season one and three. The Florida-Tennessee game, I think, is lights out. going to be great. This may be a situation where, despite the fact that Florida isn't as good as we traditionally think of them as, Tennessee is 3-0. and Can't remember the last time they started 
short four and other, giving up 11 points. The James Madison Appalachian State game, I think, is really interesting because I think App State is the most exciting team in college football. College game day was there last weekend. They went on the Hail Mary, but James Madison's only catching seven, and they're two and zero on this year. And then, of course, the Arkansas A&M game, I think, is really really interesting too because I think Sammy Pittman's got his team believing in everything he's saying. They're three and zero right now, and A&M, I think, is still trying to try to find themselves. They get the victory this past week, but their offense isn't there. Um, and then again, uh, you just go back to the Auburn game. The fact that they've lost now two of their starting quarterbacks uh, is going to be a, a real pill uh, for Brian Harson. So some interesting games. I think there's going to be, I think everything, you know, we've got all these blowouts and teams put up 77 points. I think those weekends uh, end after this weekend, we get into conference play and people start playing like we think they're going to play. Yeah. So, so go back to the Missouri Auburn game. I, I do think this is an important game for coach Harson. And talking to a number of uh, former players out here and other people in the media, it was almost a feeling with Calzada of like, look, the house is burning down. I don't know if I want to go out there and play. I don't know if I want to be the next guy to step in uh, for TJ Finley or Robbie Ashford because uh, everybody thought this may be the week that we see Calzada. Then they come out with the announcement, shoulder surgery, going to get the medical red shirt and then come back again next year. Or would he maybe leave and go somewhere else? I don't know. Is Harson still going to be there at that time? Uh, time will tell. But I think this is an important weekend for Harson to make a statement. And look, here's the thing. They looked horrible against Penn State. It was an embarrassment to the SEC, an embarrassment to them. Didn't, nobody hurt worse than Harson. Those players who put all that effort in throughout the year, the fans were very disappointed. You could see it on social media. You could see it from the media's uh, point of view about how things are looking right there. Now you're starting to hear all the rumblings inside the family. This great family. Uh, God, it drives me nuts. Uh, and Because it, it happens every single year or every time there's a little bit of something happens. Uh, just give a guy a chance to give him a shot, give him more time. But you have to win at any SEC school. But I guess my point is they're two and one. Yeah. I mean, they're still playing some good football and at times have looked good. TJ Finley still growing up, didn't have, you know, he played a lot last year, but didn't play as the main guy the whole time. Bo Nix was that guy. Robbie's just now kind of getting back into playing again. Ashford and now Calzada's out. So a lot of question marks still there. But how big of a game is this against Missouri? I think Missouri's got a good shot against them. What is the line there? It is a seven, and I, I totally agree with you. I'll tell you the thing. Listen, right now, the Auburn family is as dysfunctional, dysfunctional as any family I've ever seen, and I'll include the Curry family into that as well. I mean, it's 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 crazy how much infighting is going on. You had the off season where, obviously, they were trying to burn Brian Harson out of town. He comes back in. We're all like, okay, great. Obviously, that defection is not gone. There's still people that don't want to see him there. The fact they were talking about him being on the hot seat as early as Monday after that loss to Penn State. And then, Jay, what really hit me is when T.J. Finley's father, T.J. Finley's father, starts hitting social media and starts doing interviews with Fox 6, with WVTM, with IAT. And I'm like, well, what's going on, man? When, when a kid's father starts getting on and slamming his own football team, there's a lot of infighting. It's not a good look. And I listen. Um, I saw Tommy Tuberville even say something like, and this is coming from a former coach. Hey, listen, Brian Harson's your coach. You're not helping him by all this infighting and this backdooring and this backstabbing. You're not helping your, and, and for Auburn to always, and Aldo Greco, love him to death, would always be, listen, I may not agree with a particular hire. I may not like the way a participant person is coaching, but if this is what they do, we brought him on. He's my coach and I'm behind him. And more Auburn people need to be like that right now because the worst thing that can happen is you win eight or nine ball games, and then you're like, what do you do then? Is that good enough? Is that good enough to fire somebody? What are you going to do with Brian Harson? So, you know, as long as he's your coach, you need to be more patient. 
obviously your quarterback situation is an absolute mess and it's the most important part of a football team. But right now the Auburn families, and at this point, I don't care how they get it done. It could be a pick six. It could be whatever the Auburn Tigers need to win this weekend to go three and one. So at least things can settle down just a little bit. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, Tony, is, is say now society, they want everything now. They want satisfaction. They want something that they, you know, it's the microwave type deal. I want, I want to get what I want right now. And you just don't have patience. And in, in coaching, you need the patience from number one, the administration, uh, your president, your athletic director. Then you need it from the fans. You need the chance it starts to starts at the top. Too. It does, and you need to build your program. And look, I, I know people were disappointed how they played last week against Penn State and how they've looked uh, at times. But again, you believed in him when you hired him. So now you know you got to kind of buy into it. Let the guys begin to buy into the system. Let him recruit the guys that are going to play in the style that he wants to play in offensively, defensively, and on special teams. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, animal at Auburn, and it gets like this quite often uh, over the last so many years. You know, I mean, I even thought when the mouth was on, I was like, I mean, he, I mean, I, they, they gave him you know, a pretty good amount of time, but still um, I thought he was going to be there for a lot, lot longer than he was and uh, has ended up actually landing in a pretty good spot. I think Brian Harson is a good coach. I don't know yet if he's a great coach. He was a great coach at the last school he was at. I think he's a good coach. I think there takes some time, and you had Mike Leach on the show last Friday, that takes some time when you come into a league like the SEC. And I think Brian Harson deserves to have that time. Are You look, You have to come to the decision right now. Are you willing to fire your coach midseason? And, you know, Scott Frost, I get it in Nebraska against Georgia Southern, I, I get it. I, I, I wasn't really quite sure why they didn't wait until October, obviously, to save the money. But I think they did that because he is a Nebraska guy. And he they felt like you know, the very least we could do is give him his $15 million. I, I, maybe that's right or wrong. But you have to say to yourself right now, okay, if this season falls apart, are you willing to fire Brian Harson midseason? Because if you're not, then you need to be all in on him until the last whistle blows at the end of the season and then make your call. But you're not doing him anything. Who do you think wants to win more than anything at Auburn? Brian Harson does, and he's won everywhere he's gone. So give him that shot to do that, and we'll see what happens against Missouri. But, yeah, I, I think it's a pivotal game this week against Missouri, and I think he needs to win. I right, uh, Tony Curry there from Tony Curry Radio Network, and we'll continue live here from Striker Strong Foundation Golf Tournament. What a beautiful day. A lot of great sponsors, friends, family, and uh, people out here supporting this great charity, this great cause, and uh, we'll be back. More SEC football, more games to break down as far as around the uh, national scene as well. So stay with us. Hour number two live from Highland Park Golf Course. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. 
Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC letter O. Again, down of some beautiful weather, and uh, also Brent Decker, Brent Decker was with us just a few minutes ago uh, from NBC. 
uh, is coming over to talk and she's out here supporting as well and uh, doing a, a lot of uh, coming out supporting what everything that's going on here with uh, Striker Strong. So, um, again, sponsors, all the people that are involved, really appreciate them coming out. I want to continue to talk about that and, and it, you know, do a golf term. We, we've done it before. Many, you know, I, I did some for years and it, it's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, Robbie does mostly all of it. I mean, he really does. And he, he from the time this tournament's over tonight, he'll start working in his garage and figuring out ideas about new types of swag and, you know, how can we make it better? Uh, he rides around the whole time. He'll come up to me and go, what do you think? I'm like, dude, it's just relax. It's phenomenal. Like you've done a terrific job, but he really cares about that. He wants to give the experience back to the people who are given to him and saying, look, if you're going to provide this and sponsor this and be a part of this, I want it to be such a great time that you'll keep coming back. And that's really important. So I'm really proud of him and proud of all the sponsors that have been out here to be able to support this, support Striker, and uh, more importantly, what this the money raised in this will do and how it affects a lot of families out there that may be going through critical care moments, moments with their kids and, and need that extra help. Just that little bit. Uh, Robbie, I don't know if you saw the video he put out. Uh, Striker, unbelievable. Man, I told him, I said, my eyes were full of tears. My heart was full of love. And just an amazing job that he did. Uh, and also a friend, Heisey. Uh, was a part of that, uh, Lindsay, and uh, they did a terrific job uh, really uh, talking about the struggle they go through 24-7, 365, every single day. And it really makes you um, feel so blessed. And I remember with you, with your son, and, and just the things that you guys had gone through and, you know, even thinking, you know, like, because that to me, the, those dads are my heroes because it's easy to go through when you have a child that has no issues, you know, maybe you know, like school issues or whatever else. But, but when you have health issues and you, and you guys went through that a little bit, um, and, you know, that that's part of the, you know, thing where family, friends, people step in and try to help out in those situations. So you said it earlier, you said, I kind of understand, but I don't based on it's not nearly what striker is, but still there there's issues at times. And, yeah. uh, you, you've been a great, uh, example. I'm sure even for Robbie, uh, when it comes to that, and he's been a great example to all of us, uh, when it comes to being a great dad. Yeah. I mean, uh, our situation with Xavier, who's, who's 15 and caught in Belize about a six or seven year old. It's, it's not a life threatening situation. And when it's a life threatening situation and, um, your son has lived longer than he was supposed to, then you really value and you don't take anything for granted from day to day. Uh, Tatton Brown, Raman syndrome, TBRS, which of course is one of the reasons we're out here as the TBRS community continues to grow. Um, it's really interesting because, you know, we used to do the Bright House Foundation. We've had a golf tournament. You came out with Al Greco one morning when we were on jocks. And um, yeah, when you do these golf tournaments, you're like, okay, we're going to charge everyone $200 a piece. The golf course is going to cost you $50 a piece. You're making $150 a golfer and you got yourself a golf tournament. We're going to make X amount of dollars. And then next thing, you know, someone's like, well, what about whole sponsorships? Well, who's going to feed people? What about drinks? Uh, should we do a hole in one? Are we going to sell raffle tickets? Are we going to do throws? Are we going to do mulligans? Are you going to do? And next thing you know, it's turned into this thing where honestly, you take 20 or 30 people to put on the golf tournament and still not have enough people to who's going to get the bags. Okay. We got people coming and going, how are we going to, and then at the same time, how are we going to make a golf tournament feel welcoming enough that people are going to go, wow. And who's going to do the swag. You mentioned the swag. There's a lot of people love doing golf tournaments. There's money put away in a lot of major corporations where they have to spend the money on charity. And so they like play golf tournaments, sponsors, ships are the same thing and so they do these situations they want free stuff they want golf shoes or they want a free bag or they want you have to have a goodie bag and so what happens is when you have a great golf tournament you're out there asking for thousands of two thousands three thousands four thousand for whole sponsorships and for sponsorships and we'll meet you on the radio station we'll have the g barker radio network how well tkra does it and then when it is very successful like what robbie glenn has done then you have sponsors that start calling you 
and saying, I want to be part of this golf tournament. And this is the first golf tournament I've done where people are calling Robbie saying, don't forget about me. I want to spend this with you. That's how great this movement is for TBRS, Tatton Brown, Raman system. He has done such a miraculous job. He's a great people person. And Jay, let me just say this. Whenever you have a situation in your family with a child, any type of dynamic, it is a strain on the family. It's a strain on your time. It's a strain on your senses. It's a strain on your stress. And it's a strain on your marriage. And, you know, that's one thing where I pray for Robbie and his wife all the time, because I know how difficult it is. You got to be unified. You got to be on the same page. And it's difficult. You have six children. It's difficult to raise six children. I don't care what they're seven. I'm sorry. Seven. That's right. Is there, I was going to say something. About, I'm sorry. Seven. And I should remember that because I have three and I always remember 37. Um, listen, one child's hard two's crazy if you think well you know what's just adding another child i got news for you it's it's tripling that stress it's tripling and it's very very difficult and so i pray for not only robbie's son striker and but i pray for his wife i pray for him and i pray for their marriage and i pray for their commitment not only to striker but to themselves because things change and things will change and when they do they've got to have each other so for people out there that are wanting to give a prayer up today pray for for robbie and his wife too because it's really really hard it's really difficult and i know that there's a lot of time and and and, and effort that's put into these golf tournaments and, and that time is not free you only have 24 hours a day you don't sleep uh you don't eat you don't drink and and sometimes you don't love like you need to so i pray for him in that aspect too they're doing great they're doing super and i i, I totally respect and love them for it yeah and I, and I tell you i told robbie many times like get somebody to do this you know for you and he's like look i i get that and I, all my friends everybody tells me that you've told me that for years um but i can't i mean it's it's his thing for striker it's what he started for him it's what he started to, to raise awareness and and and, and honestly I've been a part of golf tournaments I've done. I've been a part of the regions. I mean, be honest. I mean, this tournament's even better than the. I mean, it really is. I mean, as far as the sponsors and what you get on every single hole that you play, and and the people that you meet and the contacts that you make and the people that are out here playing in it, because um, it's your normal everyday. It's the community that's coming together for a great. And there's a lot of great tournaments that are out there, a lot of great causes. But uh, he, he won't. He's not going to let the reins go. And so it would take a lot to pry him away from this and say, look, hand it over to somebody. So he enjoys the hours, enjoys what he's doing. And hopefully it's going to impact not only striker, but he wants to impact a lot of kids. And Lindsay really, especially on that, on the brain uh, injury side of it and the critical care, uh, she wanted to push through, you know, where they are now with him because he went through that as well and saying, you know, we, this is so rare for somebody to have what he has. So how can we really affect people's lives? And again, it's the little things, whether it's medical equipment or just anything that they can help out to make it easier on them as, as far as getting through uh, day by day. They know what a struggle that is, and there's nobody that's had it. Well, I won't say it had it tougher, but it, it, what they've had has been tough, 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 tough. And you're right. Amazing how they've stayed together because a lot of couples would have um, been destroyed by this. All right, so we talked Missouri-Auburn. We talked Kent State and Georgia. Uh, Bowling Green at Mississippi State. Florida at Tennessee. We don't really talk about Florida at Tennessee that much, but Heupel's done a great job. And Tennessee, I think, um, comes into this game, what are they, 11-point? 11-point favorite. 11-point favorite. Yeah, 11-point favorite. And, gosh, I mean, Florida, I think early in the year, I thought this team's going to be better, and then they didn't look so high. The quarterback didn't play so well. Um, you know, Josh Heupel's got his guy playing at a high level. They play that up-tempo style offense. 
but I, I think what's kind of cool, and, and, and you know, I've got, I got friends and, and, and family in, in Nashville, uh, and, and a lot of Tennessee fans. I mean, they're excited about this team this year. They're excited about what they're they haven't experienced this in so long, Tony. It's just, it's kind of say funny. I mean, I'm glad they're back. I've told you before, Tennessee, Alabama built the SEC, and I think it's good when Tennessee is playing well. I think it's healthy for the SEC. Now, if you remember, you had Tim Brando on a couple of weeks ago, and we asked him the question out of these four disciples, and I forget the four that were on there, but but I said, who's, who's going to be the next Nick Saban disciple outside Nick Saban? Because I think he'll be the first to do it again to win a national championship. And he said, Coach Napier at Florida. He believed that. But I, I think Josh Heupel is a perfect fit in Tennessee. I found an article that came out April 15th of this year uh, that was from, um, I think it was the Knoxville Sentinel, that wrote, could Tennessee start – 2022 4-0 and of course the comments after were like come on I mean what are we doing here maybe two and two possibly three and one but to go four and oh why are we even writing about this well that's real now and the fact they're 11 point favorite but again Tennessee's in a situation where they are in a rebuilding situation and, and their pieces are coming together they're getting better from week to week this is one of those games that they're not going to look past Florida. They can't afford to look past Florida, and they're going to have to play their best football to win by 10 or 11 points. But Tennessee's back, man, at 4-0 uh, if they win this weekend. And, and Florida would be a monster win for Josh Heupel uh, in Tennessee and Rocky Top. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, and again, we're live at the Striker Strong Golf Tournament. More will break down and get back to Alabama. Vanderbilt coming up tomorrow night, 6.30 at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And a lot happening there pregame. And uh, I love those night games. I know the players – at times you like them, especially like they're big time, you know, big network type games. But, um, you know, a lot of times you like the earlier games because you can go out that night after the games to celebrate and have a good time. Those night games sometimes can make it pretty late, but uh, it'll be fun. Uh, Brian Denny said it should be rocking coming up on uh, Saturday night, tomorrow night. All right, stay with us. We'll continue hour number two, wrap it up here live from the Striker Foundation Golf Tournament at Highland Park Golf Course. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs, but the free... 58. Tomorrow's sunny with a high at 85. Sunday, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, a few scattered rain showers by afternoon, the high 84. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 79 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
lot of folks uh, coming up right now. Trent Richardson and uh, Antonio Langham. Trent did uh, play this morning. Are you playing this? You're not playing this afternoon either. You'll be hanging. That didn't work, so you have to get over here. Uh, but um, we've got that didn't work either. <laughs> I'm on it right now. This is the one. But uh, Antonio and I had a chance to play together today as well. Now he's out. There you go. Hey, Antonio, be careful with your. <laughs> he's got them all riled up. Yeah, there you go. Now he's dancing for him. <laughs> what were you saying to Ken? Huh? What were you saying to Ken? Hey, Georgia Bulldog! <laughs> oh, my goodness. But uh, we got uh, Trent Rissen with us as well. And uh, you guys come out and be a part of this. Hey, Antonio. Okay, Robbie, sit down. Here we go. Here we go, Robbie. <laughs> Trying to get Antonio to talk to me because yeah. we're asking about the game today. I think he's, I think he's scared to talk about his golf game. Again, just remind everybody who's out here, name some of the sponsors, people that have had a chance to be a part of this uh, today and uh, how people can also donate to Striker Strong and be involved if they couldn't make it out today. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very thankful of this. Everyone coming out and supporting Striker, Striker Strong and everything that we're trying to do to raise awareness for TBRS and children with uh, brain injuries and other medical conditions. So Alabama family out here representing Langham. You're here. I'm out here dancing, shouting. So and Trent right here beside me, Jake Coker, you know, and you, Jay, and everything. So I'm just glad. And State Farm, Whitney Mork, and Walk-Ons, Cajun Roo, uh, Rock and Roll Sushi, all just huge supporters of everything we do. Uh, Cajun Boys, a lot of builders, D.O. Horton, and um, – just uh, David Bonamy and everything that played, you know, receiver yeah. back then. Um, you just need to name them off like DMX. It was about three business, <laughs> Gloria, Tina, Kim, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> and so Langham's back in talking. And, uh, so, then, so I'm going to go ahead and cut off right now because we're going to let Trent talk. But I'm very appreciative of everybody being out here. It's a great event. Uh, second round just getting going. Very, very thankful. And I can't wait to get out here and see everybody and uh, shake some hands and, Enjoy, everybody. I got you. Trent, what you been up to today? You've been riding around, saying hello to people, folks? Yeah, man, I've been getting pimped out today, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> by Robbie. Robbie don't know if he want me to come on the show. He don't know if he want me to ride around. But, you know, I've been having fun, man. Anything for striking, man. Anything for Robbie, man. He a brother, man, to me. And, man, what he's doing out here for his son, man, it takes a certain type of love, man, to have that, you know, that, that unique type of love. So, looking at, looking at Tony all today, man. I've been laughing all day. My cheeks hurt. I've been laughing all day. I've been rolling all day. People been trying to give me these fireball shots. I can't do it. I'm walking around with a pirate in my hand, and that's it. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Uh, again, a lot of sponsorships out here today, and uh, I know Robbie is. Do you want to mention any of the guys? Yeah, we got Jake as well. Coker sitting out here with us. A lot of Alabama family, no doubt. Yep. Brack hit it well today. How many has he had? Whoa. He keeps telling everybody it's George Teague so he can get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How you hit today? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually he played really. I mean, he played really well a couple of times. <laughs> actually, played really well it, it, a lot of times uh, throughout the day. Uh, Harrison carried us. Him and Brack, <laughs> they did. Harrison played so good. That's about one of the best grounds I've seen him play. 
and he actually had shoulder uh, shoulder surgery not too long ago, and I think it's made him slow his swing down, so he's you know more in control and stuff. But uh, we had a, a good time. Jake, come join us on the air real quick. Love to hear what's uh, going on in your life. And uh, man, I really appreciate you coming out once again and yeah. supporting Robbie with this. I know it really means a lot to him for you to come out and spend time with. Him. But tell everybody what Jake Coker has been up to. Uh, man, just down in Mobile. Uh, I'm with Cadence Bank and uh, in the, on the commercial insurance side. So just working over there and trying to hang out with these guys. A lot of bad influences out here today. Ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, these these older guys can uh, you got to watch out for them, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if my crew would have made it with uh, Langham. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said earlier. He said uh, somebody said they were 65, and Antonio said, "Man, I." I wouldn't be out here if I was 65. I'd be home just in bed. And he said, I'm 50. And I go, yeah, you're 50. Don't do much of that. You're about the same thing. You're in your rocking bed. And he's got a swinging bed. <laughs> the swinging bed's still there. He, yeah, he BR&Bs it, I think. <laughs> just a swinging. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, so uh, down in Mobile, Kind of give me your, your your take on Bryce Young. I know we talked about him last year. Um, coming into a season, we had a little bit about him. But, man, last year, the way he played, winning the Heisman Trophy. But w- what are you seeing out of him this year so far? Yeah, man, I mean, just over the last four or five years, I've said each each quarterback really since me, I've been like, this, that's, that's the best quarterback I've seen in Alabama. And it just seems to get better and better and better. And uh, a guy that can move like that, throw while on the move and also you know anticipate the way he does i mean to me he's the best i've i've seen in alabama and uh he's just a i've also i met him last year and talked to him for a while and you see the way he carries himself on the field and uh just proud to to see a guy like that succeed at alabama you know yeah Jalen wasn't there when you got there or when you were there was he he was there uh, he got there in december and so i got to know him a little bit okay and uh you know I, i got to watch him practice a little bit but not enough to really even no, because he 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 uh he was Deshaun Watson in practice when when we were getting ready for the national championship and uh, he was a he was a good scout team Deshaun and he's he's uh man he's just about as good you know it's been amazing why I mean especially this weekend um, Tua Jalen and even Mac Jones had a great game and to see that many guys now in the NFL uh, it's it's crazy I mean I, I, we we're trying to think about the 70s with Joe Namath Kenny Staver Richard Todd. Uh, Jeff Rutledge uh, was, at, you know, what I guess early '80s at that time. We had a number like two or three or four quarterbacks, but you know, it, there was a long time there where there wasn't that many. Now they've, they're doing so well, so uh, really proud of them. But yeah, Bryce is an unbelievable young man. My son was with him. I, I tell Bryce all the time, like you were with two first rounders, a second rounder, yeah, yeah. and another first rounder about to happen probably with Bryce Young. What a great quarterback room. Great memories. I saw your son, uh, man. They're, they're letting him. I mean, he's pretty close to the action. They trust him. He must he must be doing it right up there because I know they trust him, uh, you know, on the field and, and helping guys, which they usually don't for guys that young, you know. Braxton he's be he's been in the office longer than anybody there. That's what's amazing because he's, you know, been there with Coach Saban. Um, Bill O'Brien even asked him last year because he was thinking about transferring out and said, look, now come back. Um, we, you you know this. You can teach Bryce. You can work with him on certain things. And now back again as a GA. And, and 
you know, when Coach Saban says, hey, I want you to be a GA or an analyst, it's hard to go, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I mean, that was a great opportunity for him. So excited for him and his future career. Hey, thanks to our producers down at Tide 100.9 FM. Thanks to Josh Smith out here with us today. He got to come out live with us here at Highland Park. Our producer and uh, all the guys who come by, Robbie Glenn and all the folks here doing a great job at the uh, Striker Strong Foundation Golf Tournament. Hope you have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. That's Antonio yelling out for Georgia. Roll Tide, and uh, we'll see you on Monday for the Monday edition Jay Barker Show live from ABX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes